You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 454 of Podcateers. This week we talk about pancakes and Mickey waffles, and let me warn you, if you haven't eaten, you might get hungry as I did. One of Josh Gad's dreams finally becomes a reality. Magic Happens returns after a three-year hiatus. March Mayhem is coming. We have definitive proof of the show coming to the Hyperion at California Adventure. And we continue our segment recapping Disney history over the last 100 years. Great moments with Mr. Andrew. We'd love for you to join the conversation on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head on over to podcateers.com links and click on the Discord button to join our community. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast fairy godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content like the Podcateers after show, and access to our happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP, and as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP squad for their continued support. All right, so that's going to be it for the intro. About to jump into the podcast. If this is your first time hanging out with us, welcome. We hope that you enjoyed the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 454 of Podcateers. Make it pancakes. Make it bigger pancakes. Happy National Pancake Day. Pick it, pancakes. That's the only thing I know. Pick it, pancakes. Happy National Pancake Day. Happy National Pancake Day to you. Happy National, National Pancake Day, Day to you. To you. Happy National Pancake Day. You can Pancake do anything Day. with Happy Birthday. But they're yeah. different. Because Melissa sent us all sorts of information that I think is going to be really interesting. And I think we want to share with all of you for you. And Yay. More <laughs> <a> <laughs> channel four. Anyway. You know, pancakes are definitely one of my favorite breakfast foods. Do you have a favorite mm. breakfast food? Like, if you could eat it, like, every day without any ramifications, like, what would you say your favorite breakfast food is? Oh. Mm. Pancakes with bananas. Okay. All right. Mixed in. All right. Yeah. Andrew? I like donuts. Mm. Donuts are donuts. My, my jam. I, lo- <laughs> I love a donut. <laughs> I could eat... Oh. You get a donut from like a good donut place. Like everybody's got their donut place, right? Like yeah. most people mm-hmm. like that, you know, I'll get donuts from the grocery store, you know, often and stuff. But it's like there's the donut place. It's like I, if I'm going to donuts, I'm going to, you know, my place is called Master Donuts. It's uh, in Citrus Heights near me. Well, it's uh, near my mom's house. But anyway, that's my donut place. And they have it's, you know, I I don't know if it's just they're the best or I've just so accustomed to it that that my 
mouth is like that's the best flavor for me but i that's my favorite donut place yeah, yeah. everybody's got to have a donut place i agree with that statement yeah it makes your mouth water yep <laughs> yeah i feel like i have uh, a favorite breakfast food i think i have like a favorite breakfast lunch and dinner in different categories like i have my savory i have my sweet mm-hmm. i have like my guilty pleasure you know what i mean mm-hmm. um for so if we're yeah. talking sweet it's it definitely going to be pancakes with Mickey waffles coming in a super close second but my favorite types of pancakes <laughs> are like the super super fluffy ones where you can douse them with uh-huh. like like a nice melted butter and a warm maple syrup um i think if if i have that I'm happy like every day like that yeah. would make me happy. And I think the reason I like the waffles is because it creates the pockets for the butter and the, the syrup. <laughs> so depending mm-hmm. on depending on how nice your waffles are, if this if we're talking like old school Mickey waffles, that's like the best, right? Cuz they had like deep pockets for all that stuff like Carnation Cafe Mickey waffles like yeah. hot damn, like that is the thing, right? But I've seen the new Mickey waffles that you can make with these like waffle makers that you buy at Target or whatever. And they -hmm. don't have the pockets. Now the mold is inverted. You know, it's like popping up on the waffle. Like it doesn't make sense to me. I don't like that. Mickey's face is like 3D. I don't like that. I don't like that. I have that in my head Well, they still sell the other ones at the park, right? I, like they still sell the make the I traditional so. Mickey waffle I mean, it's a at staple. the park, right? But if I want to make them at home, I can't. Well, I guess it's time to buy a a metal three D printer and print your own uh, Mickey waffle. You uh, know what? Yeah. That's another another Is one in thing? the pro three D printer <laughs> creating a waffle mold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for it. Listen, anything that will get me closer to that three D printer, yeah. I'm for it. I'm I'm very pro waffle. I, I I love me a waffle. I lots of butter on that waffle, but it's got to be hot. It's got to yeah. like you put the butter on and it's got to melt like halfway, and then yeah. you get the syrup wait, on wait, there. Ooh, mix good. some chocolate chips um, in that. I'm not. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say, I, if I eat pancakes, I I have to eat chocolate pancakes. Oh, there That's how you I go. Eat my pancakes. <laughs> I like chocolate pancakes with whipped mm-hmm. cream on top. That's how they come at IHOP. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I have to put like a lot of whipped cream on top. I don't do any syrup if it's chocolate pancakes. I just do whipped cream instead of syrup. I just eat like a freaking, you know, <laughs> dessert for breakfast. It's very healthy for you. Um, but it's, it's the only way I eat pancakes and it's, <laughs> I tell them, uh, cause they'll like, it comes with whipped cream and they'll put like a little squirt on top. I was like, there is never too much whipped cream. So you can put put as much whipped cream as you think is yeah. too much and then put a little bit more and then that's still probably not enough uh one <laughs> one lady i did that one time at an ihop and she covered the whole sides and the whole top <laughs> with whipped cream and then she got a cup and then put more whipped cream in the cup yeah. and i said like that's the perfect amount of whipped cream for my pancakes because then it like soaks up into the pancake mm-hmm. and it makes it really good or yeah so anyway that's that's my crazy uh way to eat pancakes but you know what it's actually healthier <laughs> because it's healthier it have, yeah it doesn't have as much sugar well i mean is it whipped cream just like uh, I mean, sugar and milk yeah <laughs> or like and or cream. cream i mean not too much 
I mean, I guess it depends on the type of whipped cream, right? Because if you're, yeah, like there's some places that will make their whipped cream without sugar. It they'll literally just put Mm -hmm. the the heavy cream cream. into like one of those devices with the like the CO two, and then they'll add like a little Mm -hmm. bit of vanilla just to kind of give it the essence, but they won't add actual sugar to it. So. That in, yeah, this in is itself IHOP. I'm sure be. they're using Ready Whip. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say before you mentioned it, you know, <laughs> you can just, just like, ask for a plate yeah. of whipped cream, right? And they'll just give it to you. But it sounds Sh- like you already. Sugar in a can. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. I was, I've, if I ever want to straddle the, the savory side of my waffles, I don't know why we got into waffle talk. We should have been talking more pancakes, obviously, since it's National Pancake Day. Well, we'll get to but, pancakes. Yeah, we're we'll, talking we'll breakfast it's the same now. stuff. So, it's just formed differently. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you said that because you know Mexican okay. food is like that for me, right? Because if I was talking like savory, like chilaquiles or enchiladas would be like my favorite meal that I could eat mm-hmm. like, all the time. But in essence, they're exactly the same thing. It's just dressed differently, right? Um, and waffles and pancakes are yep. kind of like that, with the exception that waffles are are a little like if they're done right, they're like super soft inside, but they're like a little crunchy. There's a tiny bit of crunch on the outside, mm-hmm. you know, and and it that's what helps. I don't, oh man, damn it! Ah, oh. okay. Anyway, so uh, I could just ego like an ego. I can't do <laughs> ego, man. I can't do ego. <laughs> I can't. I don't. I don't oh, I've tried so much, and I've tried the different flavors and everything. But one of the ways that I kind of straddle the sweet and savory when I make like waffles is I will candy bacon. Like I will just like chop up uh-huh. bacon and and cook it up and make a candied bacon, and I will add that like as a like as a topping to the to the waffles. Mm-hmm. Um, so National Pancake Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't uh, want to talk about so, uh, chicken fried steak and eggs uh, next? or <laughs> You know what? That's perfect. Perfect transition. Uh, so it's National Pancake Day, and Mel sent us this video. Mel, tell us about the video that you sent us, and tell us the amazing rabbit hole that you went down, because these are all things I feel like I'm going to try now. Yeah. And the funniest thing is that it only started with the meme, which is harmless, the meme was kind of like, hey, I messed up. I put this in the rice cooker and it cooked. Oh, well. And I'm like, what? This is weird. Let me Google. Let me see. Because sometimes you see some stuff and you're like, nah, let me let me check. So I check and woof, I fell down a rabbit hole. So <laughs> thanks Reddit for all this information and digging and all this stuff. But it's cool. So basically, I'm like reading through because I want to see, is this real? Did someone just pull a prank or whatever? You know, sometimes people post things and it's just silly stuff. I'm going through and so I find um, a link to a podcast called, uh, it's from Rooster Teeth. And they had done a 10 years, like a 10 year anniversary on pancakes. And they were celebrating and what they did was they're like hey we did this we'll see if it if it cooked because apparently nobody knew if it cooked in the middle because that was like the million dollar question and in the video they're talking about the pancake and whatnot and they bring the plate and then you see it 
And it's funny because I there was a comment that cracked me up. It kind of looked like flan. So mm -hmm. it looked like it had the consistency of it, but it doesn't. So they cut it up, take out a slice, and it's like it looked good. And I'm, I was I was a R1. I'm already fascinated enough to know that I could do this. I didn't even know. And I'm like, guys, I got to share this. I got to share this. So I, <laughs> I'm laughing because it goes from meme to the link and then more information because I'm like, you guys got to know this because <laughs> I didn't know about it. Who knows? Sharing is caring and who doesn't love to learn new stuff. So back to the rabbit hole. So I found out that, yeah, there is a recipe. It's a Japanese recipe um, someone had posted. And I'm like, this is cool. Let's dig some more because you know what? I got time, whatever. <laughs> and I found out that the recipe actually dates back to the 16th century in Japan, what? which is pretty cool. And the coolest thing, so what they did is they treated these pancakes as a savory delicacy with like part of the tea uh, ceremony. And let me see if I could pronounce this right. It was called Okinomiyaki. Mm -hmm. And okay. I learned a little bit more that um, Okinomi means to taste and yaki is grilled. And I'm like, ooh, learn some more stuff. So that makes sense because pancakes, you just, you know, you make it to taste, of course, with whatever you want. And you put it on top of the stove and it's grilled and you flip it and you're done. So... This little mistake that I found as a meme ended up being something that they've done centuries before, which is pretty awesome. And I'm like, you guys, this is cool. We got to talk about it because I didn't know about this. And I learned that there was actually, you know, when trends happen online yeah. and you could probably think back, oh, yeah, this happened so forth or this time. So... This actually blew up in the on the internet about maybe ten years ago, roughly. The um, a couple of things that I found out where, like the recipe was just um just not discovered, but it became mainstream. I want to say like about maybe less than ten years ago, roughly. So, I thought it was a pretty cool find. It's something different and. There's a little bit of history. It was actually felt good to like kind of dig through and find some new stuff. So pancakes, there you go. You could yeah. cook them in your rice cooker and they won't burn. <laughs> I love that they look like little tiny like cakes, right? Like they, they look like a little yeah. souffle. Yeah. Just kind of like puffed up. And they do. I just, okay, the reason I want to try it is because when I have pancakes, one of the things that's most satisfying is, and I think this goes with like waffles, right? Like one of the most satisfying things like with the Mickey mm -hmm. waffles at Disneyland is that they're super thick. And so when you cut into it, it feels like a significant amount that you're, you know, taking a bite out of your food. And so with pancakes, that's why when you mm -hmm. have three, four big fluffy pancakes, it kind of feels the same, right? You have like this nice hefty bite. Right. But mm -hmm. this little Japanese pancake that you make in the rice cooker, it's a tiny cake. You cut into it and mm -hmm. you have like this nice big bite that you're taking with it. And so I feel like I just need to try it. I, it You know, I, I feel so jaded by TikTok, though, because 
last year, actually, it wasn't even that long. I guess it's last year because it was just months ago, um, technically. But there's been a lot of stuff on TikTok where people try to, like, they'll say, like, oh, look, I just discovered this, right? And it turns out that it's a recipe that they found, right. but they're trying to claim it as something else. And they're like, oh, it's this right. great new spin on spa water. And it's aguas frescas, you know, that we have in, like, every taco place that you go to. <laughs> um, so stuff like that. Every birthday party and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I feel like this, like, the meme that you originally sent with it. I, like I I I read the oh look what I just discovered and I thought ah you saw that on TikTok <laughs> like you saw it on TikTok and now you're trying to pass it as your own creation and yeah uh, I'm so jaded by everything that I see now <laughs> right and that's why I had a Google anymore it's okay like everybody's just copying everybody else it's the world right right that's that's, and that's why works. I had to like look through and and see things so there you yeah. go. A little yeah. bit of history. My coworker <laughs> is uh, Japanese. She's from Japan, and uh, I was I you'd sent that, and and she was like, "Yeah, you can cook all kinds of stuff in the rice cooker. Like I make you make stew and soup in the rice cooker, and all kinds of stuff." And I was like, it, "That's very interesting. I mean, it makes sense. It's kind of just like a you know, like a crock pot or something. It's I like guess a tiny crock pot, kind of similar idea." Yeah. Yeah. Huh. So you can make all kinds of stuff in a in a rice cooker, I guess. I don't have a rice cooker, so I you know, I'm not gonna I don't eat a lot of rice. Oh rice um, cookers are but great, man. They are. I got so many <laughs> things. Air fryer, got Instapot. I guess I gotta start cooking more rice. Yeah, I feel like we do have a lot of yeah. useless appliances. Like we have like a George Foreman grill that hasn't been touched in like years at this point but it was awesome <laughs> sure it was that's like the let's see i'm trying to think of what we have sitting around i know I, i'll use the magic bullet every once in a while i'll still use that one shake yeah i still <laughs> use that one i i make like uh different smoothies with it so that one i still use uh whenever i need to i use an air fryer all the time yes that one also i think at one point we got like a panini press or something or like a sandwich press that we've used mm -hmm. once uh and never touched it again uh we have like four waffle makers we have we ironically enough we don't hey. have a Mookie waffle maker <laughs> but we have a death star waffle maker <laughs> we have a cinderella oh, nice. waffle maker we have a, a standard waffle maker the ones that like you flip right um like a, a regular uh -huh. like round waffle maker. Uh and then I forgot what the fourth one is. It's another it's another uh character based one. It's like I I want to say it's like a Simpsons one or something like that. I don't remember. We got a long time ago and we yeah, just sure. never used it, but Yeah, we have like three or four waffle makers and we just generally use the standard one because it leaves the deepest pockets for the butter and syrup. Yeah. I have a I have a hot dog toaster somewhere. Nice. <laughs> you like put the you put the hot dogs vertically in there and you put the buns in at the same time and it cooks the hot dogs in the buns. That's it doesn't awesome. do a very good job. I always have to heat the hot dogs up before I put it in the toaster and then so it's just like I'll just cook the hot dogs and then put the buns in the regular toaster and it'll be fine. That's, <laughs> awesome. that's something. We have one of those somewhere. Somebody also gifted me a on the counter s'mores maker 
which oh, was just basically fire? like no it it was just basically like an electric stove plate that you would roast your marshmallows over um that one got donated we don't have that one anymore but it's <laughs> that one was an interesting i was like i could just like hold this over the stove and it'll do the same thing yeah the weirdest yeah, you could <laughs> uh, the weirdest appliance we've ever gotten I th- I don't want to say it was a gift. I think it was part of like one of those white elephant gift exchanges or something, but it was yeah, yeah, yeah. a quesadilla press. You literally just put the tortilla in and it okay. melts the cheese and toasts the tortilla, which like you said, that's that's a stove thing, uh-huh. right? Like we have a comal. Yeah. It's we just have like something mm-hmm. you just heat it up on on the stove. Um so yeah, that took up space. Uh, for a while before we eventually donated it or something like that. I don't remember ever trying it out, mm-hmm. but I feel like I should have just to see what type of difference it would make. You know, maybe it could have made your life easier. It could have been the best best thing you ever had. Maybe. Maybe. But it made your life sometimes? so much easier. Oh. You never know because <laughs> it's now in somebody else's house because they bought it from the Goodwill. To the Amazons. I'm <laughs> ordering one to see how it works. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? Arriving I don't know. Two days. <laughs> All right. So before we switch off of pancake and waffle talk, you're going to have to send me if there was like a special recipe or if I could just use like regular pancake mix or something for this rice cooker thing. Uh, if anyone is interested mm-hmm. And if there is some kind of special recipe and you know it, please share it on Discord. I would love to try this out and and try this little cake-looking Japanese pancake inside of the rice cooker. Uh, because if I can make it with the rice cooker that we have, I may never go back to regular pancakes. Like, this may be the new way that I make right? pancakes going forward. Because it, it just looks fluffy and delicious and amazing and my mouth is watering i can't stop please stop me let's move on to something else please let's go hey uh, okay. let's move on <laughs> to march it's march it's march now it's as March the episode coming out <laughs> oh man march march uh so uh i think we got we got some event that we're doing in march we do that we have to smarch mayhem s- announce Smarch, Smarch. Mayhem. <laughs> Merch. <laughs> uh, shout out to Pod Meets World, though. Uh, yeah, we have March Mayhem coming up. We are going to be starting that on March 6th, Monday, March 6th. And we're excited because this year we are pitting some of our favorite Disney quotes up against each other. Uh, we're going to be voting directly through Instagram stories the way that we have in the past. We're going to re- releasing the bracket uh, on Discord. We'll release the bracket uh, on Instagram. And uh, we hope that you join us. We hope that you have some fun this year voting for your favorite uh, quotes. We Normally, we try to seed everything uh, in such a way... Gavin told me about this, and he told me how seeding works. Like, I didn't know about this until we started doing March Mayhem, right? But he taught me how it works, and he told me, like, mm-hmm. how you put, like things on opposite ends of the bracket so that they can eventually go up against each other when they're super popular. We didn't do that this time. We randomized the entire <laughs> quote system. <laughs> Since we're starting with more than usual, like uh, we just went into Excel, hit a random number, and that's the slot that they were put in. So 
Uh, there may be some matchups that you think, oh, this should not have gone against this one. I mean, I think that's what's going to make this one a little more exciting. I think we're going to get to the point where um, if you're like me, when you saw some of the matchups, you're you're going to curse at your Instagram story, not knowing who to vote <laughs> for or which quote to vote for. But you know what? That's the fun of March Mayhem. We're going to make this happen and may the best quote win. That's not the theme song. I just, you know, it just needed a sound effect, I think. (laughs) March. Mayhem. March. Mayhem. Okay, there's a theme song. We did it. Nice. I mean, if anything, mayhem is going to be it. It's in the name. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Going to live up to it. (laughs) So just clip that and then play it every time we talk about March Mayhem. We don't have to keep doing that. Make a sound bite out of it. <laughs> I'll add it to the sound. There board. we go. <laughs> uh, hey, with so, uh, let's see what else is on the soundboard. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's waffle time. Da, 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 da. Waffle time. Da, 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 da. That's <laughs> it's waffle time. <laughs> hey, so uh, apparently magic is happening again at the Disneyland Resort. Finally, uh, it it seems like it's oh. been a while since magic has happened. But it is officially happening again. Uh, yeah. Um, I've known nothing about Magic Happens. Uh, <laughs> most I don't think m- many people know a ton about Magic Happens because it was open for what three weeks, thirteen days before yeah. if I, if they I'm... closed. Yeah, thirteen days. Okay, two weeks. So two weeks. Um, it's basically a new parade that nobody knows about. So uh, I mean, you can watch a video of it online. I don't know the song. The song, there's a song that probably says magic happens in the song and they dance around and it's a parade. Yes. A part of me doesn't have, ha- I haven't seen anything. Oops. I haven't watched it either. I, uh, I don't know. It still hurts. It's a parade. Because <laughs> yeah. that was the week I was supposed to go see it. I'm like, oh. Me too. My wife and kids mm-hmm. saw it the weekend before and then I was supposed to go. Like, I remember I was working that weekend and then I was supposed to go the weekend after and it was like, the day before I was supposed to go is when the park got shut down. And I remember just thinking, like, all right, well, in a few weeks, we'll be back. It'll be fine. Like, you know, and then stuff happened. And here we are three years later. And I still haven't seen. Well, that's not entirely true. My wife did shoot a video uh, of the parade the day that she and my kids went. Uh, and I saw portions of the video that she took. I don't know about you guys, but like I want to feel the parade. Like I know that sounds a little weird, but like every fireworks show, every parade, like every like spectacular that the Disneyland Resort puts on or, you know, a California adventure whatever. Like it's one thing to watch it on video, but it's a whole other experience to be there and watch it in person and and feel like the Definitely. the magic there, right? Like and and that's part of why it kind of pains me that I have to watch attractions from around the world on video because I know that if I ever rode, like, for instance, like Mystic Manor or if I went on the Pirates ride, you know you know what I mean? Like, all these attractions from around the world, like, it's a yeah. whole other experience than watching yeah. it on video. And to a certain extent, I felt like that about Runaway Railway as well. But there was a part of me that was curious to see how different it was going to be when I thought it was just a Florida attraction. So I watched the one in Florida because I knew I wasn't going to go anytime soon. 
and then I did watch a video of the one right. here in Anaheim because, you know, I had already kind of seen it and I wanted to see how much different it was going to be. But yeah, like I've stayed away from Magic Happens as best as I could because I wanted to be there and kind of experience the music and, you know, the the like everything, the electricity that it's supposed to bring when it's happening, right? So uh, it's mm-hmm. back. At some point, I guess I'm going to get a chance to watch it unless it goes away in two weeks again. I hope it doesn't, but... No! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> Glowing away forever. For the Ooh. 59th time. Yeah, on- <laughs> Plus... <laughs> No, I, I'm there with you. Like, I f- honestly feel like I need to make a trip out there because it, ooh. Okay, so the reason I haven't been watching anything is because there's films that I adore that are finally in a parade. And, you know, one of them is Sleeping Beauty. Well, yes, you do see her, but you don't see the whole ensemble and everybody else. So there's that in Coco. And I was like, no, I don't want to see anything. I don't want to see nothing. I, mm, I'm stubborn, so I will avoid. But I do need to see it in person. I do, and cry because I do want to see it <laughs> that badly. <laughs> it's gonna be, yeah. It's, I mean, it's got great reviews. It's people have been talking about it. It's, it's uh, seems to be a instant hit. So yeah, I also need to make a trip and see it. Did Larry talk about it last time? I don't remember. If not, next time Larry's here, he can talk about it because I'm sure he's seen it already. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he talked about it when he was last here because I think it it was scheduled to debut after he was on the podcast. So, mm-hmm. but like by now, I'm sure that gotcha. you know by now is different. But at that point, he had just seen Wondrous Journeys and World of Color one. That's yeah. right. Which, Which also, I also still need to watch. Yeah, watch gotta watch all the things. Cool stuff. Just a lot of great stuff happening. Hey, speaking of great stuff happening. To other people. Uh, This was kind of a full circle moment that I just thought was super funny and also, in a way, vindicating, you know, heartwarming and vindicating all Mm -hmm. all at once. Mm -hmm. So I want to take you back to the D23 Expo and I want to play some audio of one Mr. Josh Gad when he was accepting his uh, Disney Legend Award. So let's take a listen to that. Oh, God, I, I love you, Disney fans. Thank you all for being here today. Uh, I'm going to speak from the heart. Uh, it's such a huge honor and privilege, and by heart I mean teleprompter, uh, to be here today to receive this incredible recognition. Uh, There's nothing like having a reason to put on a suit when it's 158 degrees outside. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, Ava! Behind closed... That was my daughter. Uh, Behind closed doors, I have always referred to myself as the Angela Lansbury of my generation. And uh, I thank you for finally making it official. Um, To peak at 41 is the culmination of everything that I've worked so hard to achieve. Early retirement, knowing that as a legend, I have nothing left in this life to accomplish. Like Sir Ben Kingsley and Dame Judi Dench before me, I will heretofore ask to be formally recognized by my peers and my fans 
as Disney legend Josh Gad. <laughs> this corporate knighthood will be worn as a way to not only further my own status, but uh, hopefully get me priority lane access on all Disney people rides. And while I know that this honor is most likely a polite way of Disney letting us know that a Frozen live-action film is in the works with Millie Bobby Brown and Zendaya as the blind sister to Paragraph and Jacob Tremblay as Olaf, none of that matters because all of my insurance, car registration, and doctor forms will now have Disney legend as a prefix. <laughs> On a final note, the reason I am here is, like I said, because once upon a time, I saw a movie called Aladdin, and there was this little character named the genie that inspired me to one day dare to dream of creating a character as memorable, funny, and beloved. I failed, but... <laughs> To now, 30 years later, share this incredible honor with my idol and late friend Robin Williams is a gift my 10-year-old self could never have imagined. Thank you, Disney, Bob, uh, and all involved in this election for honoring me alongside these incredible legends here, and in particular, my Frozen family, Adina, Kristen, Jonathan, the incredible Frozen creative team, Jen, I love you more than words, I can't see you, but I love you, Chris, Bobby, Kristen, and my friend up there, uh, the great Chadwick Boseman. Um, thank you to my mom, my stepdad, Stan, my beautiful daughters, Avon, Isabella, my wife, Ida, my entire family, for giving me the space to dream. And finally, to the person who rejected me at Disney casting headquarters <laughs> in Orlando, Florida when I was 18 years old and applied to be a Jungle Cruise skipper. True story. Please make sure to update my resume to Disney legend Josh Gaffney. Okay, so we've established the fact that at one point Josh Gad had interviewed to be a cast member and specifically for the Jungle Cruise. That was like his dream job, right? And he didn't get it. And so now, you know, mm -hmm. he's full circle Disney legend, like possibly the best speech at that entire legend ceremony. Uh, and then today we get this. Hey guys, this is Josh Gad. They have taken about 30 years and a lot of rejection. But <laughs> welcome to the world famous Jungle Cruise. This is the world famous Kylie, and I'm the moderately famous Josh Gad. Please watch your step as you guys get on the boat today and watch Frozen 2 when you go home. I, I honestly can't believe they chose me to do this. I really lucked out wearing this outfit to the park today. This is the way I want to spend my last day on Earth. If you'd like to call your loved ones and say goodbye now, would be the time. I gotta tell you, I love lions and I love cheetahs but I hate lion cheetahs, which is why I left Samantha. Any of the jokes at work I wrote, and any of the ones at the Disney wrote. And here it is, ladies and gentlemen, the backside of water. Over there are the monkeys. Up there are the beetles. On my phone are the Bee Gees. Thank you. 
guys so much. You really were outstanding. I just want you to know that of all the crews I've taken into the jungle, you guys have been the most recent. Now, it, as you exit, if you feel your feet getting wet, you're, you're probably getting out the wrong side of the boat. On a scale of one to two hours, get out. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude. Please, get out. That was truly one of the highlights of my life until security forcibly removed me and told me if I ever came back, I'd be trespassing. If you enjoyed this video, I'm Josh Gad. If you didn't, I'm Josh tomorrow. Okay, so talk about full circle moment, right? He's actually doing this thing that he always wanted to do. Like, okay, I know he's got special perks and everything because, you know, Disney legend and all. And, like, he puts it on his forms and everything that he fills out and stuff. But it's kind of cool that he's getting to fulfill this dream of his, right? And is it just me? Like, I don't. there was Definitely. something yeah. magical about that. It was not every day you could tell the... <laughs> You could share a story that kind of makes a company be like, oh, we missed the opportunity right there. So kudos to him for even saying and speaking out on that. <laughs> that cracked me up. Um, so that's, it was awesome to see him do his thing. I'm just curious if whoever was on the boat, if they didn't recognize him at first. Like that's something I wish I had seen was the faces like of the guests. If they, if anyone... I mean, I don't know. I think I would have freaked out. I would have been like super excited if he was on there or I don't know. I, I'm curious. Like that's something I'm curious about. Like what would you, how would you react if you had seen Josh Gad? Like he's coming up on the boat. You're about to step in. How do you react? Like exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, this is the I don't remember it was it Heather I forget I already forgot the cast member. He's like, this is the world famous Heather, and I am the semi se uh, somewhat famous Josh Gad or whatever he says, moderately famous Josh Gad. Watch Frozen two when you get home tonight or something. And it's like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I you know it was funny because he starts off or he he says something like, I'm so what did he say? I'm so lucky that I dress this way or something kind of pointing yeah. to the fact that he was wearing like, I just ha I happened to dress like this uh, yeah. today so, or whatever yeah so I'm kind of like I don't know I'm torn on how I feel this came about right because I mean regardless we got it and I think it was super fun and it was super funny and everything but I wonder if Disney reached out and they were like look Josh we know you wanted to be a Jungle Cruise skipper we have this cool thing that we want to do for TikTok are you up for it and Josh Gad was like yay let's do it or if he was in the park one day and the 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 people running Disney's TikTok were like oh hey you're in the park do you want to do the Jungle Cruise thing like or can we do a TikTok with you and he was like only if I can do the jungle cruise skipper thing and so they went and backstage and they put him you know in costume and everything either way i don't care right like i i'm glad that it happened because it was super fun and i think he's a great fit for it but i'm wondering which approach like was it them reaching out asking him to do it or did he just happen to be in the park with family and friends and they were like hey can you be on our disney tiktok we got a thing and he was like i don't like your thing let's do this instead which, you know, Disney legend Josh Gad said, yeah. I want to be a Jungle Cruise skipper. You should let Disney legend Josh Gad be a Jungle Cruise skipper, right? 
Yeah, I think it's more closer to the the first idea where they reached out to him because there's a a longer video on YouTube that has has like a whole intro and everything about him and he's like, "Hi, I'm Josh Gad talking to the camera. I'm da 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 living out my dream to something 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 and, you know, they have they have a name tag made up for him just like the cast member name tags and everything. So, um I want to say it, it's more of the this was a this was pre-planned um, just because of a little bit of the shooting styles and stuff like that. They filmed some of it. It looked like it was before the park was open. He was like talking and his breath was all like you could see his breath and everything. It was so cold. Um, oh. So that, that's my speculation on it. But yeah, if you want to see that, there's a longer, like a four and a half minute video on YouTube of the same uh just longer than what what the TikTok clip is or the Instagram clip and a longer intro from him. Gotcha. I think we should post that on Discord for everyone to watch. But uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense now that you... I didn't know the other video existed. uh, So I guess that makes sense. But in my heart, I'm going to say that he happened to be in the park and they were like, hey, Josh Gad, will you do a funny Olaf line for us on Main Street? You know, we want to put you on Disney TikTok. And Disney legend Josh Gadd was like, no, not today. That's my purse. I want to be a Jungle Cruise skipper. And then they made him a Jungle Cruise skipper for a day. Well, and it could be that, too. I've been very wrong about lots of things recently. So, um, like, y- you know, like, like uh, what? Like what? Don't Andrew? trust my like, don't trust my word. Um, actually, before you get into that. What? OK. I think we need to okay. take a moment. Take a breather. Take a breather. And then thank a wonderful group of listeners known as the FGP Squad. Our podcast, Fairy Godparents, oh, I because love those guys. it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers happen. Uh, one of these days, we're all going to get together for pancakes. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. But yes. uh, as I was saying, yes. it's their support that helped make these episodes of Podcateers happen. If you want more info on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP for more information. There you will find a list of some of our top contributors, uh, a little bit of info about what the FGP Squad is all about, a link to our Patreon. And being part of the FGP Squad family just gets you some additional perks like access to a special section on Discord. You get access to our happy hour calls, some additional content that we've posted to Patreon, discount codes for Podcateers gear, random mailings from me, and more. So if you have any questions about what the FGP Squad is all about, please feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. Uh, and of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Uh, okay, so as I was saying, Andrew, is there anything that was mm. announced recently that, I don't know, maybe makes you think that like you were wrong? I mean, yeah, well, just one. It wasn't big or anything, but... I was saying that it didn't really seem like I didn't think Rogers the musical was going to come to Disneyland because I didn't think they would put that much effort into a temporary show and da 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 casting didn't make sense. But lo and behold, Rogers the musical has been announced. So uh, egg on my face, but uh, it's an egg I will gladly accept on my face. Um, I'm very good happy egg. to see <laughs> see Rod. It's a, yeah, it's a what kind of what's a good egg? It's a Reese's uh, peanut butter egg on my face, nice go. and tasty. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but that's a good egg. 
Cadbury egg. Listen, I don't know. It's a good egg. Listen, you went um, with one of my favorite uh, candies. Reese's peanut butter anything is kind of like my favorite candy like overall. But when you said mm-hmm. egg, I was going to take it back to the breakfast conversation and be like, savory, eggs benedict, up on the top, top three for me. <laughs> but I like where you took it. So let's stick with the peanut butter egg. Reese's peanut butter egg. But yeah, it was, you know, I did say, I I said, between Hercules and Rogers, it, it leaned more Rogers, but I didn't think it was going to be Rogers. But lo and behold... They uh, decide to switch it up at the last minute and uh, just to make me look like a fool and uh, <laughs> turned it into Rogers the Musical. That's definitely what happened. I swear uh, on uh, <laughs> this uh, mouse that I'm holding, I guess. I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, long story, long winded story short, uh, Rogers the Musical is officially announced for uh, Disney California Adventure. At the Hyperion Theater. How many names can I say in a sentence? That's fun. I mean, if anything, they focused on the English accent. And who did they use? Mm-hmm. Someone yeah, to Peggy look like. Yeah, Peggy Carter. It's a, yeah, that's, exactly. Yeah. There we go. They're like, yeah. that's that's and how that we're going to show the, Andrew. Like, <laughs> yeah. In the, in the like promo art. I do hope that they make that playbill for sale or something. Because she's holding a Rogers the Musical playbill in the uh, the like teaser that oh, they put on I'm Instagram sure and will. other places. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, everything that you're saying watch. is 100% true, right? Because there's been plenty of times where we've said stuff yep. on the podcast and Disney's like, oh, wait, hold our drink. We're doing this instead just because we didn't want podcasters to give it away. And lo and behold, you know, they heard you and they were like, oh, we can't do Hercules anymore because, like, Andrew's giving it away. That's, that's really where this was going. So... Yeah, I mean, if anything, you're welcome, everyone, for us flipping Disney on this whole what's going to be at the Hyperion, and now you're getting Rogers the Musical. So uh, what can we say except you're welcome? You're welcome. <laughs> so, yeah, it. I mean, the, my. Uh, I'll defend my reasoning a little more in that the 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 writers attached to this musical are not the ones that wrote the original song for the um for Rogers in uh, Hawkeye. So that's kind of where I was taking a lot of this from. Um, but I guess maybe the other guy just didn't want to do it. So <laughs> maybe there, there's that. Yeah. And you know what? He you is kind used... of like a big wig. So it's, yeah. And you use logic and that makes absolute total sense, right? You should use logic for stuff like this, but mm-hmm. I went with my heart. Damn it. I went with my heart <laughs> and you were true to your heart. No matter how far, uh, I don't know the rest of the lyrics of that song. You you, you know that's a huh? ninety degrees. Yep. Yeah, that song. That's what I was going for. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke there, but I can't remember any more of the lyrics. So, uh, good job. <laughs> well, I for one am looking forward to it. Uh, I you know I don't. I there's a part of me that kind of wants that playbill as a poster. Like, does that seem wrong? I feel like it would make a Nice no, poster. That's, that, that's show poster. I, I, you know what? I'll take some pins. I'll take playbill. I'll take a t-shirt, yes. teddy bear, uh, <laughs> magnet. What else do they? I'm trying to think of everything else they sell at like a, a zipper. Sleepwear, like at like pajamas. a cons- 
Yeah. No, like at the at the broad at the tours and stuff that at the at the merch table they have like the hoodie, um, mm-hmm. canvas bag, a CD, uh, original cast recording. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas ornament, pencils, <laughs> pens. Uh, what else do they sell? Yeah. Yeah. They got all kinds of stuff. Magnet, uh, uh, keychain, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'll take it all. It'll all be on shopdisney.com before you know it. That would be, you know, hopefully hopefully so, because it'll be easier to get that way. Yeah. Right on. Well, I think it's a good time for us to jump into some great moments about the Disney company celebrating their 100 years of wonder. And uh, who better than to bring us these great moments than Mr. Andrew himself? Oh, new music. I don't know. I don't know any <laughs> present. Yeah, it's new music. Four score and seven years ago, I was with my forefathers. and I don't know what that voice is either. That's not Abraham Lincoln. Anyway, whatever. Great moments with Mr. Andrew. That was the... Yeah, anyway, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> uh, the years this year are... There's this week are 1939 and 1940. Um, So, 1939, Disney is riding high on the success of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, Snow White officially becomes the highest grossing film of all time by that time, uh, with a whopping total of $6.7 million. Ooh, so much money. This year, the Academy nominates four Disney shorts for Oscars, with Ferdinand the Bull winning... Um, the Oscars also present a special award to Walt for screen innovation for Snow White. The award uh, was presented to Walt by Shirley Temple. Um, this is the famous Oscar. It's the, the big Oscar statue with the seven small Oscar statues, uh, which can now be seen at the Walt Disney Family Museum. Uh, the New York Critics Circle and the National Board of Review also gave Snow White uh awards this year and to cap it all off with snow white a stage version of snow white is produced at london's victoria palace um and besides being hard at work on both pinocchio and fantasia the company is producing shorts for themselves but also other companies uh they produce uh, shorts for nabisco uh which was used at the world's fair and also a uh, short for standard oil uh, the company releases a total of 16 shorts this year, including The Ugly Duckling, which would be the last Silly Symphony film, and Goofy and Wilbur, which is the first standalone Goofy film. Uh, they did all of this while also moving to the new Burbank studio, which officially opened this year. And uh, something fun connected with the shorts. Um, and uh, TV station uh, in New York aired a sneak preview of the Donald film, Donald Cousin Gus, uh, making this the first TV premiere of any motion picture. So it's kind of another just first uh, for things. Um, Other notable things that happened in 1939, uh, Disney legend Blaine Gibson joins the company as an in-betweener and assistant animator. A cell of a Disney cartoon is hung in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. Uh, Walt buys the film rights to T.H. White's novel, The Sword and the Stone, and J.M. Barry's play, Peter Pan. 
Um, a Mickey Mouse watch is sealed into the World's Fair time capsule. Uh, and Disney's lawyers compose a proclamation officially establishing the Disney Studio Federation of Screen Cartoonists, which is an in-house company-run employee union, uh, which will come into play very soon. And uh, just to put all this in perspective, uh, 1939 is the end of the Great Depression, but also the beginning of World War II. Um, this is something the company could not foresee when it started some of its projects in years prior. Um, but that brings us to 1940. Um, and we start the year off with a bang. Uh, Disney premieres its second animated feature film, Pinocchio, at the Central Theater in New York, which cost $2.6 million to make. And not to be outdone, later that year, they also premiere their third animated film, Fantasia, at New York's Broadway Theater. This film introduces stereophonic sound to motion pictures via a special sound system called Fantasound. The film cost $2.28 million to make, and this is Mickey Mouse's feature film debut in the segment The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Um, that segment alone, the 10.5-minute 10, 10 segment, uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice cost $125,000 to make. Both of these films are critically acclaimed, but were technically box office flops because the overseas film market was virtually non-existent due to the war. Due to poor box office receipts, the company needed cash badly, so they decided to go public. Uh, they released 155,000 shares of preferred stock um, at $25 per share and 600,000 uh, shares of common stock for $5 a share. Um, they raised $3.5 million from the stock offering. Uh, other notable events in 1940 include uh, the Oscar that year goes to The Ugly Duckling. Uh, 15 shorts are released, including Pluto's first standalone film, Bone Trouble. Uh, Ub Iwerks returns to work at the Disney Studios as the head of technical research. Um, and Disney legend uh, Irving Ludwig joins the company. Uh, near the end of the year, the Screen Cartoonist Guild informed Disney it had collected cards from a majority of Disney's employees and would ask for recognition. Walt Disney asked Art Babbitt to reconvene the Cartoonist Federation Union, the in-house one, um, and the studio sends application slips to all employees to join the Cartoonist Federation. Um, I'm sure we all have an idea what's coming up uh, or coming, yeah, coming up in relation to unions. Um, but we'll save that for another week. That's coming up soon. Uh, but that is uh, 1939 and 1940. Lots of highs and lows uh, for the company. And that'll kind of continue on for for a little while. The war, uh, the war really uh, putting a damper on profits for the company. And that'll continue on for a little bit. Um, next week we'll talk about, um, more of the, uh, Disney gets a little more involved in uh, the war after the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Um, so we'll talk about that next week. Right on. Yeah, that was, um, that's intense, man. Having to open up a brand new studio building, trying to produce all of those animated features while you're in the process of moving, trying to keep to schedules, you know, trying to keep all the animators as happy as possible while they're working on this. It, it was nice to see Up coming back and stuff, but obviously it's all difficult, right? Like you, 
alluded to that we that we're gonna get into in a in a future segment. It wasn't all unicorns and rainbows or tinkerbells and fairy dust to put in Disney terms, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah, but I mean that's yeah, you we this year two two animated features come out, you know, having the a couple years prior just having the first one ever and now they're doing two a year. Um Yeah. You know, it's it's you know, and they're both, you know, fantastic pieces of art, let alone, you know, great stories and everything like that. It's it's very unfortunate that they at the time were flops. They they subsequently got re released and made more money and, you know, now are beloved classics in the year uh, 2023 but at the time it was that that's why they had to do that stock thing is they needed money because uh, they ran mm-hmm. out <laughs> so Man, that's where James Cameron got the idea to re-release his films oh I mean <laughs> Disney had been doing it for for years I, I mean that was that was the big thing up until home video that's how a lot of these these films uh, people saw them they would just re-release them every couple of years well I guess I can't hold that against James Cameron for long because uh, you know avatar and all but that's not what we're talking about so nope. uh yeah i think that's where we're gonna leave it i'm i'm it's gonna be interesting to hear what happens with the with what's coming up with the animators uh i'm really enjoying these segments andrew thanks for putting them together of i hope anyone yeah. listening you know is learning a little bit uh, about disney history and what's happened in the 100 years that they've been around there's been you know a couple things that i've learned from from these segments uh i didn't know that they did shorts for an oil company until you mentioned it as part of this segment yeah it was just like a. Yeah, it was a uh, they just it was kind of like a for hire thing. Interesting. Um, they were just like, hey, we need a we want a short and da 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 da. They made, they drew one. It's it making money. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you're starting out and you need to make money, like I don't see Disney doing that now. Obviously, like if they're gonna promote anything, they're gonna promote themselves as a company, right? Like I don't see them stepping in and you know helping mm-hmm. with anything the way that they did during the war or anything like that, but. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're a struggling company, you got to make money however you can, right? Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, like he- the Henson Company or Pixar doing commercials and everything before doing their, you know, getting into films and and the like and tower television with Henson. Yeah, that, yeah, great point. Yeah, it's a great point. All right, well, I guess that's a great place for us to uh, end this week's episode. Uh, if you have any questions or any comments on anything that we've talked about, please feel free to join the conversation over on Discord. If you haven't joined the community, it's super simple to join us. Head on over to podcateers.com slash links. There you will find links to our latest episode, a Quizneyland playlist, information about the FGP squad, links to our YouTube channel, links to Larry's YouTube channel, Goofy Guys Adventures. So uh, if you, again, have any questions, uh, feel free to reach out. We'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have. But yeah, join the Discord community. Uh, We have fun talking about all sorts of stuff from video games to random things we see in the park to food to really kind of anything we want to talk about so pancakes anything (laughs) oh yeah and if anybody has a specific recipe for these japanese pancakes please share it 
put it on Discord. We do have a Disney food section. Perfect place to put it in because I really want to try this. I mean, I guess I could Help always out, just do the... Tears. Yeah, I could always do the standard pancake recipe, but I feel like there might be a specific recipe. And if anybody has a favorite one, I'd be I'd love to try it out. So that is going to wrap up this week's episode. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Part of the Podcateers Network.